0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning everybody. It is Monday, June 13th, 5:42 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. July corn futures up a half cent at 7.73 and a quarter. December corn up 1 and 3 quarters at 7.22 and a quarter. July soybeans down 19, 17, 26 and a half. November soybeans down 21 and three quarters, 15, 45 and a half last trade now. July Chicago wheat up eight, 10.78 and three quarters last. July Kansas City wheat up seven and a quarter at 11.69 and three quarters. July spring wheat up 10 and a half at 12.32. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it, guys. Leave me a rating, leave me a review. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, leave me a comment, give me a crop update. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct for me every single business day, morning email weather info, charts, graphics. Uh, my subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. I did one on Friday regarding the inflation print that I'll discuss here in a second, in addition to a weather update and also an update on the USDA report. And then on Sundays, uh, during weather markets, I send out a video uh, on Sunday, discuss the weather situation, what it might mean for the market. I had one yesterday. I'll have one again next week and every Sunday, really through mid-July or so. If you guys are interested in this premium content, sign up today, $50 a month. No other feed, no other options Obligation cancel at any time. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. I promise. U.S. consumer inflation is the highest since 1981. The Bureau of Labor Statistics released monthly CPI or Consumer Price Index data for May on Friday. Inflation rose at a rate of 8.6% annualized. Traders expected to number near 83 So immediately, we saw financial markets begin to discount more aggressive policies from the Fed because of this higher inflation number. A lot of traders now discussing the possibility or probability of a 75 basis point rate hike from the Fed on Wednesday this week the previous expectation was a 50 basis point rate hike. Uh, financial markets have reacted fairly violently to this. The stock market fell off sharply. The uh, S&P 500 futures posted fresh lows for the year this morning ahead of the cash open. Treasury yields have spiked. Yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury hit 3.25% at its peak this week. That's the highest since November of 2018. So this inflation print, and, and you know a lot of them have been hotter than expected, but this one in particular seemed to have really rattled the markets here uh, for whatever reason. And there is now some widespread expectation of these higher rates. So you've you've got an ugly, ugly start to the year, one of the worst starts we've ever seen in the stock market and also in the bond market, uh, which is really interesting. It's, it's just a tremendously interesting situation that we've got here. Super high inflation. Um, they need to uh, raise the rates, and I don't know if that fixes, you know, supply chains and the fuel situation and all that stuff. It's really a messy, messy situation. Now, maybe on that same topic, and this is all kind of interrelated in my view. Large money managers are still very heavily long the corn market. Now, the funds, as, as we call them, they have been net sellers of corn every single week since April 24th, yet they're still long 240,000 contracts, which is a pretty hefty net long historically. Um, so my fear here is that... Not a fear, but but one possibility is that you see you know what we would call a risk-off scenario across financial markets because you see uh, drastically uh, weaker prices in in stocks or even in the bond market this time around. I'm kind of reminded of 2008, and I've been told a hundred times, Joe, it's not 2008. I understand, but there was only one other situation when corn was seven dollars and the stock market collapsed, and it was 2008. So if we get a real big Big time stock market collapse. You know we're going to be down twenty percent here on the open today from the peak. That's not terrible. But if you get into a two thousand eight situation and you take you know thirty or forty percent off the S and P, are these large money managers going to stick around? Are they going to want to be long anything, or is it going to be a risk off environment? And that would be one of my fears if I was a farmer or somebody holding length in these grain markets. What if you get into that sort of risk off environment? And I I know this is different. I know it's not the same thing as two thousand eight. I know there's a lot of different factors, but again, there's only one one situation I can recall where corn was 7 bucks and the stock market collapsed, and it did not end well for the corn market. Uh, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit more detail in uh, my subscriber-only video today. We did have a crop report out on Friday. I don't think there were any major surprises here. I'm not going to run through every number. But uh, USDA left their U.S. uh, acres and yield unchanged for this year's corn and soybean crop, so no adjustment to the crop projection. The old crop corn export projection was reduced due to a lagging sales pace. The old crop soybean export projection was increased because sales have been really good. Um, In regard to Ukraine, USDA increased its projection for the Ukrainian corn crop to 25 million, up from 19 and a half. That's a big upward revision. This is the crop that's being planted now or has been planted. It'll be harvested in the fall. So that's still going to be a 40% decline versus last year. Um, So USDA with Ukraine corn, they increased the production estimate by a lot, but they left the export projection unchanged. So you're now talking about, uh, we were already talking about record high ending stocks of corn and wheat in Ukraine, but those numbers have become even more exaggerated. You are talking record high corn ending stocks in Ukraine by an extremely wide margin versus anything we've seen previously. So the bigger issue when it comes to Ukraine is supply chain. In logistics. It's not production and USDA kind of confirming more of that. Uh, in their report last week. But that report, guys, that that June 10th report, that's not the biggest report in June. The biggest one in June typically, or historically at least, is the June 30th planted acreage report. That's when we get acreage updates from USDA. So that one will be out here in a couple weeks. We've got uh, heat coming into the Corn Belt this week. Almost the entire Corn Belt's gonna see temperatures at least in the 90s. This stuff's gonna start off in, it's already in Texas, uh, Oklahoma, Kansas, and into Nebraska today. We'll see temperatures into the 90s. And then tomorrow it's going to make its way into the Corn Belt. So the stuff on my screen, if you're watching here, this is, is your expected high temperature for today. And even some parts of like, uh, Iowa and Illinois could see it today, I guess. But, um, you go out later in the week and it's going to get all the way into the eastern Corn Belt. Um, it's going to get up up north uh, by Father's Day. And this stuff um, looks like it really holds together in terms of the heat uh, into the early part of next week. And beyond that, it's very difficult to predict. We've got this high-pressure ridge and it looks like maybe it breaks up um, Tuesday, Wednesday next week for a minute. But then there's maybe a hint that it shows up again after that. And uh, anything beyond, you know, 6 to seven, eight, nine, ten 10 days is, is very, very difficult to predict. But this heat is coming uh, with Without a doubt, and a lot of farmers will tell you, and and I've been told by a lot of people, Joe, this is a good thing for the crop, and I understand that. Um, but I, I guess the question is this: How long does the heat stick around? If it sticks around through late June and into early July, it's going to go from being a good thing for for the crops to a bad thing really, really quickly. Um, you know, a week of heat is is no problem at this point, but if you get two weeks of heat, three weeks of heat, and drier conditions, uh, that's an issue. When you look at rainfall here, this is what's projected over the next seven days, and there was some rain on the radar here this morning morning i was going to see some rain this week southern minnesota wisconsin a lot of illinois is going to be dry eastern corn belt a little bit drier the plains very much dry uh, with the exception of north dakota here this week if you go up into the northern plains Um, six to ten eight to fourteen still hot and dry for the most part versus normal at least Uh, same thing in that eight to fourteen day with maybe more normal rainfall in the western corn belt northern plains uh, those sorts of areas Bottlenecks have slowed Ukrainian grain exports via Poland and Romania. Ukraine's Black Sea ports, of course, remain shuttered. The country has has moved some grain uh, through these countries via rail, which is highly inefficient. Ukraine is in talk supposedly with other Baltic states. That's what uh, Reuters is reporting. They're seeking a third corridor for grain exports. A Ukrainian official told Reuters this. Those routes are not perfect because it creates certain bottlenecks, but we are doing our best to develop these routes in the meantime. Um, even if they were to get a third corridor um, over land, it's not going to be nearly as efficient as the... Uh, Uh, ports have been. So this issue of grain being stuck in Ukraine, again, remains the bigger issue. It's not production. It's that they can't get this corn, and and soon it's going to be wheat uh, out of the country. Russian attacks reportedly destroyed 300,000 metric tons of grain in Kiev last week. That's not an enormous amount, but um, it doesn't bode well for the uh, future of this, I suppose. Cattle market was a little bit lower on Friday. Cash was... Uh, 137 in the south. I think on Friday, I think 136 was most of it, though, for the uh, week. We'll see what develops here today. So in the outside markets, we've got a sharply higher U.S. dollar on the expectation of this uh, maybe more aggressive rate hike. The stock market is sharply lower here early this morning. The s and is already down 86 points ahead of the cash open. The Dow Jones down 550. Bonds are off a full handle. So this this odd situation of stocks and bonds selling off together uh, continues. Gold's down 15 bucks. Uh, crude oil is down a dollar 77 at 11635. Have a great week, guys. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.